Hello everyone, it is Monday, November 18th, 2013. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to episode 88 of Best of the Best. Mark, we are quickly approaching Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're real close. Which means that Christmas is right around the corner. Absolutely. So, I guess my question is, what did you get our listeners for Christmas? I don't do my Christmas shopping until December 24th, usually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I've got my eyes on a couple of things. Mm-hmm. What about you? Did you already? Well, I've, I've, yeah, no, I've, I've gotten, I bought all of our listeners gifts already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't shake the boxes. All right. You're going to give it away. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you open it, you're going to say, this was a good gift. Wow. It's clever. I didn't think. But yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. I remember because because you know I listen. I listen I to everyone. About this like years ago, mm-hmm. and then now here it is. Yeah, and so you know that's that's how I that's how I work. I give gifts. I give clever, good Meaningful. gifts. Yes, yeah. thoughtful yeah. gifts. Not just uh, not just rolling into the gas station before I show up to your party with a handful of uh, you know BP gas cards. Yeah, saying. Uh, well, here you go. Pass them out to the kitties. Yeah. How are you getting out of here? You gonna use a car? Mm-hmm. You gonna need some gas? You're gonna aren't need you? some gas, to be quite honest. So. Merry Christmas. There you go. Five dollars worth. Yeah. Don't have to think about that. Gallon. It's, it's pretty. It's 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 nice of me. Yeah. Thank, I am nice. Thank me. Thank me. Yes. Oh, and thank you for this Xbox One. Yeah. Nice gift. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. Comes out this week as well. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can uh, have the government track all of your movements right from your living room. Yeah, Mark. Finally, finally. NSA, the home game. It's the it's the gift from Guess the government what? we've all been waiting. You've for. been playing it for years. Oh my god, Mark! I have fantastic news. Yes, I'm gonna be starving this winter. <laughs> There's no work? No work. There's literally no work to be had. Something will come along. You may be thinking you're about to have your electricity turned off. Mm-hmm. And whatever food in your pantry taken away from you. Yeah. But then something magical will come along and save us. Government aid. Yes. Fiery apocalypse. Oh, if only. The collapse of humanity. The government. Oh, uh, cause yeah, I'm really jonesing out for jonesing for that, uh, fall of humanity. So cause you, you so had I, a, I don't have to pay Sally Mae anything. You had a job offer. I had a job. Um, you sent in your resume. I sent, I sent a thing across. They said, um, uh, it'll run from December till May. Sounds great. Yeah. Gave me the rate. I said, cool. They said, we got to talk to a couple people, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we're going to get back to you. Yeah. Got an email today. Hey, buddy, we're hiring a friend of the EP. Yeah. And that's that's it. So, been nice knowing everybody. Sit, sit and spin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go piss up a rope. Uh, Well, fuck, Andrew. That's more than what I've gotten lately. So, you know. Another well, I, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying, though, is it's been nice knowing everyone. Enjoy your Christmas presents because <laughs> it's either that or eat. And I bought Christmas presents. You went with the Christmas presents. So, shame on me. Yeah, a little premature. Something will come. 
there's always going to be another job. Yeah, something will come. You know what that something is? Famine. <laughs> At least I'll have that to focus on. Mark, did I remind you that this is our year? Did I remind you of this? I have. It has been a lean year. This I'm is not gonna. I'm not gonna. This I'm is not gonna drag this shit. Our year. I'm not gonna drag this shit onto the show. It's yes. It's 2013, unfortunate. 2013. Nope. Guess what? There's gonna be another year. It's, it's our gonna be fine. Year. Our year. Our year. Just our year. Okay. Whose year? Ours. Yes. Our year. It's gonna be. It's gonna get better. It gets better. I learned is, that. Is that what they say? I learned that on television. <laughs> is that what they meant? That is what they. I, that's oh what I man, interpreted I, it as. I I thought there was a completely different message being no, sent there. No. Mark, of course, it is best of the best. Every day. Every day. Every day and all days. Every day, it's best of the best. It is. Which means. Oh my goodness! It means fabulous prizes. It means great gifts. It means plenty of discussion. But first and foremost, Mark, it means a topic for this week, which is sea life. Sea life. Sea life. Sea life. Sea life. Yeah. Not like not like the French, like the life. No. Sea life. Yeah. It's episode eighty-eight of Best of the Best, Mark. Of of course, Best of the Best is your only internet debate podcast on the internet. Mark and I will be discussing at most three topics today on Best of the Best, talking mm-hmm. about. Sea life. Yes. Sea life. Yeah. It's kind of like the, it's like the thug life, but like with the Under sea. Under the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, how, you know, how you living? Oh, I'm living sea life. I'm living, yeah. I got that tattooed across my stomach. Deep. Yeah. Big Sebastian the Crab tattoo right above mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. it's off model too. It looks weird. It's, yeah. I got it done at uh, like a county fair, but uh, below it, it says sea life. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Mark, fabulous prizes at stake for the winner of this episode and the winner of our first to 500 series. First and foremost, $25 gift card to Wendy's. Yes. Which I've gotten complaints that we talk about Wendy's too much and it puts the bug of Wendy's in listeners' ears. <laughs> that they listen to our show and then immediately think, yes, yes, yes. I am I gotta so go. excited. I would love to eat a delicious pretzel burger bun yeah. right now. And, you know, I don't see the problem, to be quite honest. Sorry. They're delicious. They're, I'm sorry we, we are pointing you towards something delicious. Yeah. A good choice. <laughs> a fantastic choice. Um, but there's also a second prize. They got those sea salt fries now, so it ties into So it ties into so today's episode. If you yeah. want to live the sea life, why don't you go ahead... And, uh, you know, hop on over to Wendy's. Yeah. There's a second prize, though, Mark. There's a second prize. And that is mm-hmm. a free, free introductory consultation mm. interview mm-hmm. with the representative of a Dr. Tadoff of your choice. So if you have a tattoo Ooh, okay. and you'd like to get it appraised of how much it would cost to have removed, yeah, free. Well, I don't. I don't have one of. I don't have a tattoo that I'd like to remove at this yes. point. So you, you're happy with all the ones you have, I, as am I. Yeah. But by the end of the show, who knows? I might have accumulated more tats. Um. Yeah, because I've got the. I've got the. I know got, you. You keep talking about the Tasmanian Devil that's on my shoulder. Yeah. That one's off model as well. Got that at a different county fair. 
It was a county over. County, you and county fairs are just me, a recipe and, for off-model tattoos of and, corporate brands. Me and tattoo parlors at county fairs yeah. are a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I got the um, I got the dolphin. I picked that one out of a book. Yeah, it was just a book of tattoos, and I said, "Give me the 30. Mm-hmm. I said, "Give me number thirty." And so I got that. You one. wanted the number thirty, which was your. That was my high school. That jersey. was your high school jersey yeah. number. But no, they, they interpreted they it said, as okay. And then they just pulled it down from the board, and then it's it's nice. It sparkles. I got that on my ankle. Yeah. That one's on my ankle. Classy. Yeah, I know it's nice. Then I've got um, I've got one across my belly button, and it's uh the uh, the belly button lines up with a cow's butthole. So well, look, if you want to find out how much it costs to remove any of those, to remove any of those. Just, just, Free as, consultation. just as a fun, yeah. Like, just as fun because they're mine. Like mm-hmm. they're 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 a part, part of, of me. Yeah, quite literally. I all right. I guess I'll take it. You yeah. know, I'll take all the prizes that come my way that yeah. I'm deser- so richly deserving of for having fed you, you off win. from awful, awful discussions. Mark, we're going to start with a customary coin flip today here on episode eighty-eight of Best of the Best, and uh, I, you know, this. I, this coin eventually will be put in the Smithsonian. Yeah, it's, it's this is it's, so, it's more or less become the coin of best of the best. We have the Indian on the front and the beautiful Hoover Dam on the back. Yes, we do. Go ahead and call it in the air. Here we go. Heads. It is tails. It is the Tillman Bridge, the Pat. I feel like that coin's weighted Tillman oddly. Tillman Bridge. Well, you provided it, so sorry about your luck. Mark, uh, first category here on Best of the Best, episode 88. We are talking about the sea life. Mm -hmm. Mark, we are talking about the best seafood chain restaurant. Okay. Restaurant. Yeah. Restaurant. Seafood chain restaurant. Mark, I'm going to go first in this first round. You're ready to go. The best seafood chain restaurant is this. You're in college. You got a sweetie. Uh, You want to take out to a nice, nice dinner. But you're in college, so the most you make a week is like fifty dollars, forty-five bucks. Yeah, no. so well, five bucks has to go towards, uh, you know, those giant burritos at uh, at the Taco Bell, yeah, or whatever. So you're gonna take your sweetie out, but you're gonna you're gonna ritz it up. There's only one place to go, and that's Red Lobster. Mm, good pick, Mark. Red Lobster is. Probably one of the most wonderful places in this great United States. It's definitely very, very unique. I will tell you right now that as a child, Red Lobster was fancy eating. Yeah. In college, Red Lobster was fancy eating. This morning. <laughs> Red Lobster. I drove by one and I said, man, if only I could yeah. afford that. I don't have my, I don't have a suit and tie with me. I can't, I can't. They won't let me in. Yeah. I, I'll have to use the, uh, the house's coat. Mm-hmm. Um, that's embarrassing. Looks yeah, like I'm wearing my dad's coat. I know. It's emba- Yeah. The little arms are way too long and it's kind of musty. It's musty. Uh, but it, they, it has everything, Mark. Delicious seafood, crab legs, shrimp. It's a little crab biscuits. And that's. That's the the ultimate thing. Mm-hmm. Unlimited Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah, you're sitting there. You're waiting for your snow crab to come out. You're waiting for your sole to come out. You're waiting for your fillet to come out. Mm-hmm. But you can enjoy a delicious snack of 
something like 700 calories per per piece of bread Mm -hmm. cheddar bay biscuits they go down so smooth and they they just remind you of the sea yeah you know i I imagine the um the 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 guy from the morton salt ad making these cheddar bay biscuits yeah to be quite honest It's a guy in a slicker back there. Yeah, he's he's in a he's in a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. He's just making these biscuits for me. Yeah, just for me. Now, Mark, at one point, Red Lobster offered um, unlimited snow crab legs. How did that go? They've done it twice so far. The second time they did it, they took a three million dollar loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Which goes to show you how much Americans love Red Lobster, how much Americans love seafood. It's true. So. I say best seafood chain restaurant, Red Lobster. Red Lobster. Good pick. Um, Red Lobster is one of the only seafood chain restaurants I've ever actually been to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's on par with like an Olive Garden, right? Uh, but for some reason, the fact that it is seafood especially... It feels fancier. It feels fancier. Yeah, you go to you go to Olive Garden. Sure, your family there. But yeah, like, I guess any place you can get like a lobster tail, mm-hmm. you're automatically like, oh, we're fucking classing it up around here. I guess. I mean, there's some real shit buffets where you can get a lobster tail. Yeah. But yeah, for some reason, like I don't know what it is that Red Lobster seems like. I guess Seems it is. It's fancy. because it's because it's seafood. Yeah, like it's because it feels the ritziest of chain restaurants. Even though, like a Red Lobster will very comfortably sit next to a Chili's and an Applebee's. Right. I think it's the prices too. I think it's the like Midwesterners if they see something on the menu that is more than twenty dollars, like in terms of like entrees or something like that, that is too much. Yeah. It's like that game show. It's like that that game on. Price is right. That's too much. Yeah. That's too much, Mark. It's too much. Yeah. But your pick. Andrew, my pick is Long John Silver's. (laughs) Go ahead. Here's the thing, Andrew. If Mm -hmm. you are going to a seafood chain restaurant to begin with. (laughs) Yes. uh, You're putting... Seafood is a very delicate food, right? It doesn't keep long. No. You can cut a cow up, and in fact, you can cut a cow up, put a piece of beef out, as long as it's low-ish humidity mm-hmm. and an even temperature, that beef's going to be better after a couple of days. They, okay. they age beef. Right. Like 47 days. Sure. But Personally, you, I just, no, I don't. Like, as soon as that cow, as soon as the leg comes off that cow, it's going on the grill. It's going in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But... If you do that with seafood, has a shelf life of like a week at most. Yeah, at most. So if you're going to a like chain place, everything is frozen. Mm -hmm. Everything is nuked once again. Sure. And then deep fried to the point where hopefully you won't notice (laughs) what we've done. It's mostly shredded newspaper inside the batter. And so that's why I say. If you're going to Long John Silver's, you're all you're eating is white fish and grouper anyways. Sure. So you're effectively getting you're you're getting whatever red lobster is gonna serve you at a fraction of the price. Delicious, delicious, all I can eat snow crab legs. Yes. Deep fried. 
Yeah, I demand it. Yes, and Cheddar like Bay biscuits, the crab deep is, fried. It's 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 just gross when like you because I I I went to the Red Lobster and I had like I was looking at the menu. This was years ago when I was still in high school, and it was like Alaskan snow crab risotto, or it wasn't a risotto, probably like a pasta or something. Mm-hmm. And there was a, like an asterisk, and there was nothing but a- asterisks wherever it said snow crab, and I looked at it and i noticed oh it's imitation crab meat most Mm -hmm. of the time Mm -hmm. and they admit it like it's just whitefish with a weird casing on it to make it seem like it's crab legs but Mm -hmm. fuck do you know yeah care you're at red lobster you're in our town now so i think as far as how does long john silvers then how is it cheap better than that oh because it's it's cheaper because you're getting the same thing at a cheap price Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be taking a risk with seafood to begin with Mm -hmm. but at least you're in and you're out and you get your hush puppy i think i had a hat i think i just had an aneurysm (laughs) what was that i i like forgot how to make words go on (laughs) and you're having this um this patty of compacted fish product yeah deep fried served up to you in a hurry yeah you also don't want to sit in a i don't know i feel like you just want to get in get your get your crab on and get out of there Mm mm-hmm and I, I like that Long John Silver produ- provides that opportunity. Also, here's what I really like about Long John Silvers. They're part of, they're part of that elite group of uh, fast food chains where after the place closes down, you know that was always a Long John Silvers. Mm. It's like old Taco Bells. Yeah. IHOPs. Um, Pizza Huts. Pizza Huts and Long John Silvers. Yeah. You'll always know. Like... I was you're I looking it, at it, and you're like, that it, is the oddest looking sconce. Weird looking bank. Yeah. Oh, it used to be a long John Silver. Oh, yeah, so that, okay, makes sense. that makes sense. Yeah. Final arguments, Mark. Um, long John Silvers are gross to walk into. Now, I know your little delicate uh, um, feet and, <laughs> um, and features won't actually enter into fast, quick serve restaurants. It's a it, little bit like, it's like a vampire. Have you ever been inside a Long John Silver's? I've been to a drive-thru. Have you ever been inside I've a Long John I've never been inside Silver's? of a Long John Silver's. There is a haze. There is a a noticeable haze of grease that hangs in the air of every Long John Silver's. You walk in and you just feel it. Just like just like a a fine rub. All over any exposed skin, of because it just you go in and the place just feels greasy. Yeah, you haven't even ordered, haven't even gone up to the counter. You just go in and there's just a fine, like you can just you rub your hands and you can just feel it. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's Here's, here's the thing. Yeah, that's what the kitchen of a Red Lobster is like. I'm certain. That's what most kitchens. Yeah probably like yeah. however they're able to keep it in the back the and dining keep it quiet that's the thing so red lobster you can go in you enjoy a nautical themed mm-hmm. uh wonderland of uh delicious delicious treats uh <laughs> but uh yeah if they keep it all in the kitchen who cares you walk into the dining room of red lobster it's fine yeah. you know it's, it's nice they got all those goofy flags on the wall they got like uh 
big um, like stuffed octopus or whatever Something is on the walls strange, of a red lobster. Yeah. They got like a lot of bells. The I mean, wallpaper is all like it's all like anchors and yeah. ropes and stuff like that. But uh, red uh, long john silvers, you're just it's just this like it, it feels like uh, the temperature has changed and uh, <laughs> you know the weather has dramatically shifted. I think there's a storm inside of this restaurant. It's, it's just and it's it, it tastes it tastes salty. Yeah. Um, like the sea. <laughs> Uh, and um, and the biggest thing involved in this, do you walk you walk into a, a Long John Silver's? Does a, a a nice does a nice person come up to you with a big basket of bread? No, just start just start dishing, dishing it, it out. out. No, no, you go up there, you're like, uh, can I have free hush puppies? And they they tell you to fuck off. They, they will. tell you to fuck right and off. No you turn you terms. turn on the ball of your foot, slip because mm-hmm. everything is just it's just like a wax Greasy paper in and there. Gross in there. And then uh, you know, bust your head and, and die. So, um, so that's why Long John Silver's is awful. Yeah, good point. You win. Yes, yes. Maybe Joe's Crab Shack. That could have been. I've never actually been to one of those. I think but, I've been to uh, one of those once. I don't like the. I don't like the implication that uh, those. It's, it's always like it's come, a gross name. Come get crabs at Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think hey, they, everybody. They yeah. also have like communal tables there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's like big picnic tables. Yeah, and, like you it's know, like you're at a crab all your bake. Stuff is like served in a bucket. Yeah, it's kind of gross. No, you can you can try and argue Joe's Crab Shack if you want. I'll tell you it's wrong. No, I red feel lobster. Like red, red lobster. Red lobster is the correct answer. As soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, I think that's right. Mark, we're gonna move on to our second category. Here we're talking about the sea life. Yes. We are talking about the best fictional character from the sea. Best fictional character to come from the sea to serve the sea life, Andrew. Yeah, you went, you went in the you went first in the first round. That means I go second or first. That means hang on. Try it again. Let's let's go ahead and write it down. You want me to get the chalkboard again, Andrew? Yeah, you went first in the first round. That means you go second in the second round. That's correct. Which means you go. first Which means in I go first, first right now. First round, yeah. Here I go. Here right here, now yeah. first. All again on your own. Godzilla. 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 Yeah. Greatest character to come from the sea. Here's hmm. the thing. I'm not so sure about that. That he came from the sea or that he was the greatest? Greatest character to come from the sea. What about that he was the best, which is what it's actually about? Moving on. Godzilla is a very important analogy for nuclear wars. And the destructive power of man's technology. Mm-hmm. He is a deadly, unsympathetic force that rises out of the ocean mm-hmm. and wreaks havoc across Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever seen the original, the 1954 movie? With uh, Raymond Burr? No, the Japanese one. No. Let me just give you a quick breakdown of what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Easter Cult starts playing. He pulls the spinning high-tension wires down, down, mm-hmm. down, yes. down. Um, oh, no. There goes Tokyo. There's flashes of light out in the ocean. Yep. And a, like, fishing boat announces distress, like part of a message gets goes through of a, di- of a distress call. Another boat goes out. That boat gets destroyed also. Mm-hmm. 
Then this monster rises out of the sea, starts killing people, destroys Tokyo. And when I say rises out, here's Godzilla is fucking huge. He's like 150 stories tall. Yeah. He's gigantic. It's like a thousand feet tall. He's a big dude. Big monster. Big, big lizard monster. Yeah. Rises out of the sea. Destroys Tokyo. Or messes up Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Then he leaves. Me- meanwhile, there's a scientist whose daughter is engaged to a guy. And the scientist doesn't approve of the guy. As all fathers will. Mm-hmm. Um, but he- the scientist has developed some sort of a device that like destroys oxygen within water okay so it just turns it into hydrogen i mean the idea is that like it it like vaporizes anything that has oxygen in it that is in the water okay um so you'll either a suffocate or if you have oxygen in you you will parts of you will vaporize and blow up from within so he has this thing which he was developing for like cold fusion energy processes Sure. Anyways, Godzilla attacks. They put up, uh, he goes back into the sea. Uh, they put up big electrical towers to protect the city. Godzilla breathes his atomic breath on it, wipes out the towers, destroys the rest of Tokyo. Then the guy, the first scientist, the scientist says, well, I've got a thing that could kill Godzilla. I guess I might as well use it. It's a big gun. No, it's With one big bullet. Yes. He has this thing. He's like, I guess I got to use it. All right, yeah. But because he's in this movie, he realizes, well, Godzilla was probably created by nuclear fallout. That's the implication, Mm -hmm. is that he was either created by the nuclear fallout or he is an old god who was released through nuclear testing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can only imagine what this new device is going to do because this could also be weaponized. So he burns all of his documents uses the device to kill Godzilla and then drowns himself <laughs> so that the technology can never be used. Right. Dies with him. Yeah. And <clears throat> and with the Godzilla. The end. The end. So, what I'm, the reason that Godzilla is the best is because he is a big goddamn monster that rises from the sea and destroys shit. Yeah. Like hard. Like like crushes it. Yeah. And, like, it's cool and all that he's an analogy for nuclear war mm-hmm. and that there's actually a pretty moving story at the heart of the original Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I saw it in college. Yeah. Um, but when you get right down to it. It's a big goddamn lizard. Big, big monster with like atomic breath. Tearing shit up. Just wrecking things. Just absolutely just crushing it. And without Godzilla... You don't have Guillermo del Toro's Pacific Rim. True. True. So, best creature, best character to best come character, from the ocean. Best fictional character to come from the sea, to live the sea life, Godzilla. Godzilla. Mark, I'm glad you brought this up, because I have to say that the best character, best fictional character to come from the sea is not Godzilla, but instead, Gamera. 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 Oh, so we're having our own little Godzilla versus Gamera right now. Friend to children everywhere. Okay. Gamera. Now, while Godzilla is a giant lizard, Gamera, instead, giant turtle. Mm-hmm. Here's what Gamera has that uh, I think... Godzilla lacks? That's correct. Power of flight. Yeah. Gamera can fly. 
for no discernible reason. Pulls his head into a shell. Jets mm-hmm. starts shooting out of all the armholes. <laughs> yeah. He takes off like a pinwheel. All yeah. right. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Shit's going down. Like he's on the ropes. He just says, "Fuck this." Off he goes. Mm-hmm. Godzilla. He just kind of lumbers away. Here comes Rodan. Here comes Mothra. He Mecha can't. Godzilla. He can't get away fast enough. Mm-hmm. Number two. As I said before, Gamera, friend to all children. Yeah. Here's the thing. Godzilla comes up. He's cranky. He kills everybody, crushes Tokyo, etc., etc., etc. Gamera, however, even even in the first movie, even in the first movie where he he wrecks everything by himself, he is still friend to children. What is what is Gamera? What year did Gamera's first appearance? I want to say 58. Okay. They came out around the same time. But uh, I want to say 58. Regardless, Gamera, friend to all children. He Children are off limits to this giant turtle creature he for some reason? He has a soft spot in his heart for to, to help kids. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he might destroy buildings. He will fight bad guys. But, he will al- but there is always a scene in Gamera films where kids find Gamera and then, like, drive around and <laughs> pal around with Gamera. Like, he'll be, like, swimming through the ocean, kids in, like, a pedal sub, and they're like, yeah. it's Gamera! And Gamera's like, Arr! and they're just having a good time. It's a good, like, five-minute scene where they're yeah. just swimming around Gamera, or they're in space sometimes, and they're like, it's Gamera! Gamera, Arr! he's floating through space this time. lovable tykes always find their way to space. Number three, Gamera has the ability to uh, play a little bit of rope-a-dope, all right? Yeah. Gamera has the option of going into a coma to repair himself. Like the Odin sleep. Yes. So, and generally this also happens in a lot of these films that Gamera gets beaten up. He goes into this like possum state yeah. where he like repairs himself. And then he wakes back up, fires on the afterburners, spins over to um, this thing that looks like a like a pterodactyl or something yeah. punches it, like gives it like a spinning pile driver and then <laughs> and then wins and then like salutes the kids and yeah. then, then t- teeters back into the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I think overall Gamera is the more likable character than Godzilla. Godzilla had the like tail slide move. Yes, right? like he could like he would like it's slide, like a shadow kick. He would slide into someone and then he would like drop kick them, like yeah. uh, you know, riding on his tail. No, Gamera's got uh, Gamera's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve, all right? Yeah. And uh, and rockets and a lot of rockets <laughs> up his sleeve. He just pulls his arm in. They said, "What's in there?" Just <laughs> fire shooting out of this hole. Final arguments, Mark. Sway me. God, it sounds like Gamera's got it. Like a friend of children everywhere. Yeah. I don't see any children saying like. Oh man, I love Godzilla, but you see kids everywhere saying Gamera number one. Number one. Here's the thing about Godzilla that Gamera lacks. Um, you watch a Godzilla movie where it's Godzilla versus, yeah, Mechazilla, whomever, King Kong. Yeah, you're gonna end up with, with which is ridiculous because King Kong's only like 33 feet tall. Yeah, and Godzilla's 
Supposedly there are different endings for different countries. Like a thousand feet yeah. tall. Um, he's, he's got he's got atomic breath. Yeah. All right. Godzilla or King Kong, he can't stack up. No, he doesn't have it. No. Not where it counts. Um, here's the thing about Godzilla. When it gets into the ones where they're like churning them out every year and it's just guys in suits, mm-hmm. you, you do get into something that I know you love, which is more wrestling moves. Oh, yeah. Like Godzilla at a certain point... It, you can't tell if you're watching a luchador movie or a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Because Godzilla goes up, goes up top, uh, you know, climbs uh, the tallest building. Yeah. He'll take it from the top rope. Tallest building in Tokyo. Yeah. Dropping the big old double axe handle. The double axe handle. Godzilla is on top of a bridge. Mothra is coming at him. Godzilla calls out for a Zilla wiser. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cracks it open over his head. Yeah. He starts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Godzilla 316 just said, I just, (laughs) Gave you a time of breath breaks. in the face. <laughs> he stuns him. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see. Yeah. 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 That's that's what you end up with in the in the later in the I guess the mid uh got mid age Godzilla ones. movies in the first one. Yeah, he's just re- he's just kind of marching around, but knocking shit down. I do. <clears throat> the thing I enjoy. Not only do I enjoy professional wrestling, I also enjoy pyrotechnics, Mark. <laughs> and let me tell you. Gamera's got it in spades. Yeah. Now, if a wrestler could somehow have the rockets w- while he was fighting someone, blast someone in the face with with just this jet engine that mm-hmm. came out of his arm, well, then you know, it, obviously that's superior. Yeah. Godzilla, he's got the atomic breath. What else does he? What else does he have? His um, got the tail whip. He's got the tail whip. He's got the tail slide. Yeah. Um. He's got the wrestling moves. He's got... Gamera has got wrestling moves. I feel like Godzilla's a bit more agile. I, yeah. He can't... The shell kind of permits him from doing... Yeah. I've seen him drop some DDTs, though. He's just, you know, seen him do a couple... Uh, um, what is that move called? Like, front flips? Yeah. Yeah. What is... Does Gamera have a distinct noise aside from children... Uh, cheering Children and rockets and firing. Uh, it's not as distinct as like it's, Godzilla's it's, like. Yeah, there's like a specific noise that Godzilla makes, but Gamera. Um, I think it's a lower roar. Yeah. If I can find it, I'll probably splice it in here. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna splice it in here. I'm not gonna find it. Rar! I'm Gamera. Children love me. Oh, that is the Gamera. <laughs> yeah, kids, it's me, Gamera. Hey, how's it going? Gamera, you won. Cool dude. I know. Turtle power. Cowabunga. So long, everyone. Yeah, you fly away now, Gamera. Yeah, you do it right. Yeah, yeah see, then and yeah. we just, yeah. That's literal That's, that's literal audio from a Gamera direct, movie. Yeah. It's direct. I had an iPod, plugged it right into the board. Mm-hmm. Mark, here's the thing about Godzilla that I do enjoy cultural significance i know you were downplaying it before yeah gamera does feel a bit knockoff uh, uh, i don't want to be so on the nose they have a big monster movie we should have a big monster i want to say similar i mean it's he's more of a family friendly godzilla yeah. but uh yeah if you're talking the about cultural relevance and the underlying tones and themes of godzilla would go on instead of precedence that has is pretty pervasive through Japanese culture. If you want to understand like modern Japanese um, 
pop culture mm-hmm. and movies, you have to remember that they are the only country that was had a, had was, nuclear was had twice. nuclear attacks yes. <laughs> and was then uh, it was an occupied nation for like five years after the war. Yes, and then somehow rose up out of it. Mm-hmm. So everything ties back to that in some way. Also, Gamera doesn't have as much of a bitchin' song as Godzilla. Yeah. That Blue Oyster Cult song, man. That's a great song. Rippin'. Whoa, whoa. There goes Tokyo. Go, go, Godzilla. You know so you got song? it? You're giving it up? I think you're giving it up. Whoa. Final round. <laughs> there goes to. Okay. Um, all right. So, Mark, we tied... Uh, so far, our, now we have to go to our third. This we is our must, mystery. This is our mystery topic. We must go to our mystery Here topic. on Best of the Best, episode 88. We're talking about living the sea life. Mm-hmm. Mark, I was out at sea the other day. Yeah. As I do. You know I've got a schooner down uh, down at the docks. You do. Sometimes uh, you sleep in it. Sometimes. A lot of times. Um, mostly. Mostly sleep in it. It's You're not supposed to. No. Uh, if the... Um, if the dock master comes around, like I, you know, I pretend like, oh, I'm just setting up, you know, doing I'm repairs go, uh, in my underwear. Uh, is there a cot in there, sir? Do you have a cot in there? Um, no, no, that's a net. It's a yeah. net, and then I like throw it overboard. Just <laughs> yeah, see, I'm catching all the fish all here the at the fish dock. In it. And then I had to buy a new cot. I literally couldn't <laughs> afford a new cot. It's really bad, actually. So um, I was out at sea. Mm-hmm. And as I was out there, school of dolphins start skipping alongside me, you know, because I'm, I'm cruising. Yeah, I got a punch. I, I got that big uh, handle then like Titanic mm-hmm. that are like, cling, cling. yeah, you know, it's like full steam ahead. And but there's uh, only one speed. It's sad. That's yeah. Sad. <laughs> and um, I'm looking at the dolphins. Dolphins are looking at me and I feel like. There is somewhat of a connection between the two of us. Really? And I can hear words in my brain that I, I'm not thinking mm-hmm. myself. Like Echo. But the dolphin keeps looking at me. Right? Could Echo the dolphin talk? Echo couldn't talk, no. no. Well, he could talk to other dolphins, yeah. sure, but he, no. He could time travel, though. Um, Naturally. And uh, I could hear the dolphin. I was communing with the dolphins i could hear them in my brain and the only thing i kept hearing over and over again aside from please speed up yeah we have to we're, we're really you're going really slow mm-hmm. was what i feel like is our third topic here on well, the dolphin the said you're going really sad yeah i said it's only got one speed i yeah. showed him the dial i was like it, it's all that's all i got yeah. best part of going to the beach best part of going to the beach best part of going to the beach Mark, go ahead and call in the air for this third category. Here we go. Heads. It is tails. God. Mark, I'm going to kick. All right. Best part of going to the beach. Give it to us. Andrew, the best part of going to the beach is taking a relaxing swim. Mm-hmm. You're out there. Mm-hmm. You set up your mm-hmm. shoes, your towel. Mm-hmm. Some people, they go to the beach, they don't go in. They just hang out. They just look around. But... Uh, you go running full speed mm-hmm. into it. You get your feet caught up as you hit the shore. Wave <laughs> takes you down. Yeah. And you pretend that you were trying to dive into the ocean all along. Sure. Taste a, taste a mouthful of sand. Yeah. Jellyfish comes rolling over you. Mm-hmm. Stings you on the leg. Yeah. You got to pee on it. You have to pee on it. Yeah. 
But um, actually, you know what? I'm going to say that's the best part. Peeing on your own leg no, after you're, jellyfish when, sting. When you're running and watching people run into the ocean and then eat it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. And then you're like, what a, what, a, what a fool, what a tool. <laughs> and then you go and do it. And you're like, oh, wait, this is actually harder than it looks. Yeah, because you get from the Effortlessly dry, get into the water. The dry sand is tough to walk across. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to that compacted wet sand, like the traction completely changes. Right. You're in quicksand all of a sudden. And then you're like, you're yeah, you're pulling at your feet then. And then you just, so if you're trying to run <laughs> yeah. into the water, it's tougher than just it is. Just get laid out by the waves. Generally what I do is I walk down to the shoreline and then it's a, it's, it's like I'm walking into the lake mm-hmm. to drown myself after yeah. finding out I have, you know, some terminal disease. Right. You have stones in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, that's what generally what it does. So the water comes up to my ankles, and then I walk a little bit forward, and then just a little more. Then I just disappear, mm-hmm. never to be seen again. Yeah. Until years later, when I'm riding on the back of Gamera. Oh, Gamera! Hey, it's me, Andrew Gamera. I thought you were looking a little bummed. Turtle power. And now I'm spinning rockets, so you're puking. And uh, sorry about that. It's the only your, way I can get around. Puking in your own pace. <laughs> so long from Gamera. Let me drop you off at the shore. Cowabunga. Man, this my this Gamera movie is getting real specific. Yeah. <laughs> so you say the best part of going to the beach is watching people eat it as they run into the uh, and then trying the to do it yourself and realizing, yeah, that's actually hard. Tougher than you think. Yeah. Mark, the best part of going to the beach, all them sexy ladies. Perving it up. Perving it up. That's the best part. That's the best part. I almost said that. (laughs) I almost said perving it up. Mark, you go to the beach, and you're there. You're sitting on a towel looking like some fucking asshole. Wearing a... And it's your... You got the long long shirt. You're wearing a long sleeve shirt, too. (laughs) You're wearing a polo shirt. Uh, yes, you have loafers on, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, underneath your long sleeve shirt is, is one of the is one of those uh, full body like 1910s yeah, yeah. swimming swimming yeah, yeah, suits. Yeah. <laughs> but all at least that's what you. I at least that's what I wear to the beach. I, I don't know. I, I assume it's the same for everyone else. All around you are sexy dames, sexy sexy dames wearing next to nothing. They just they. Them, them California girls, spelled with a U. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg singing about them as well. Do you know that song? G U R L S. That's that's that, that Katy that's Perry song. Stupid. You know what I'm talking that about? That is idiotic. I know um, the song. I didn't know that was the spelling. That's how it's spelled. Um, and you know, and it's, it's, it's you know the opposite. If if you know, there's someone a lot more attractive than you at that beach always and it's the inverse of ihop yes you go to an ihop you're like i'm gonna see a lot of people who are much less attractive than me thank god i'm not that guy but you go to the beach he looks up and you you see that he's saying the exact same thing (laughs) oh my god then uh you go to the beach though attractive people everywhere that's true because because everyone else is is Got the self-conscious gene that they're just like, I'm not going to go to the beach. I look like a fucking fat idiot. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's its own. It's like it's like the it's like a club that. Yeah. But your own self-awareness is what keeps you out. Yes, you could go. The door is wide open. But as soon as you go down, there's no bouncer at the door. Mm -hmm. But guess what? 
There is. Yeah. It's inside you. It's shame. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. But then you go down there, and everyone else who's who's like, well, I'm I'm fine. Yeah. You know, they're just cavorting in the water, falling face first into the sand. Laughing. Having a good time. There you are in your, uh, like, Snuggie. Uh, you're wearing like a slanket, but it's it's two snuggies so that your back and yes, your front are yeah, covered. Yeah, exactly. It's just a you've stitched two together. Yeah. So you're effectively wearing a potato sack. 95 degrees out, mind you, but mm-hmm. uh, you know at least you know. And, and your face is also. I usually wear like a like one of those uh, like the scarecrow mask from Batman <laughs> over my head as well. Um, to, to you know, make sure I'm yeah. not going to get sunburned. That's why I do it. Mark. Nothing creepy about that. But yes, but yet this potato man is also breathing heavily, watching very attractive girls walk by. <laughs> it's, it's again, we've all done this before. It, it, don't lie. If you're saying to yourself, "Well, oh, the guy's a creep," don't lie. We've all done this before. So I say, perving it, it out. out. At the beach. At the beach. Watching all them sexy dames mm-hmm. with the legs that go all the way up. Mm-hmm. You know, falling Best face first part of going the to the sand. beach. Yes. Andrew. Mm-hmm. Seeing attractive people fall face first into the sand makes you feel a little a little more human. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's I'm not laughing that they're dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing because I'm like, oh, God, those sexy people are also human. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best part of going to the beach is feeling closer to humanity and nature mm. as you dive face first into the sand. Mm. Mm. No. 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 Because you go to the beach to it's you know see scantily clad people. Let's think about this. How many places are there on this planet where it's socially acceptable to go ogle? Mm. The beach? Um, sometimes the mall. But not nude beaches. No. See, nude beaches, that's too far. That's in one where direction. you're like, now you're a perv. Too far in one direction where you're not going to go ogle, you're not going to oogle at a beach, mm-hmm. at a nude beach, I should say, because that bouncer that's not at the door, at a nude beach, you feel like there should be a bouncer yeah, at the door. I shouldn't be here. Because the people that are m- more comfortable, because there's a level of comfort that then disappears and goes the complete opposite to direction. Nudists nudis are generally just horrible looking monsters. But you go to a standard beach, a standard swimsuit, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And falling first, first into the sand, I mean, it's it's good for a laugh, sure, but, like, how many times does that happen over the course of a day at the beach? Once, twice. Exactly. But an attractive person sitting out there, you know, enjoying themselves. Yeah, sunning themselves. And here you are in your potato sack. <laughs> You know, that's that's a good several hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing there's nothing creepy about it, Mark. It's not like well kinda, yeah. I mean well I mean what what happens in the potato sack is between <laughs> you and the potato sack, all right? Very much so. But you know, you're just enjoying life. Yeah. You're seeing attractive people and you're you're just you're out there with with at the, at the beach at a beautiful place it's a beautiful place with beautiful people yeah it's 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 not it's why you there's don't go to the ihop to two, two to, sets of footprints and then there's one set of footprints <laughs> exactly jesus carried you in your potato sack yeah. to go stare at this to stare at the dames stare at dames sitting on this blanket andrew as a red-blooded american i guess i have to give it up mm-hmm. 
Attractive people always win. Attractive people, yeah. Always win. Don't forget it. I I can't. Society reminds me. Every day. Mm-hmm. So you're giving it up? I give it up. I think, yeah, I think laughing at people has is great and all, but staring at attractive women mm-hmm. and men. Yeah. They're there, too. No, that's what I'm saying. Attractive people are at the beach. You would think, because I, I, I just... There was, there was, like, the beach blanket bingo movies mm-hmm. of the 60s. But, like, do people go to the beach and pick up other people? Is that going too far? Pick or is that, you know, is that, like, a is that like a subculture that I'm just not a part of? I like, don't even people know. who go to the beach and hang out and hit on chicks? I, I Maybe, and, like... Maybe around here. I don't know. It's such a pain in the ass to get to the beach anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know where people pick people up anymore. Everyone's just going to die lonely, Mark. That's what it really boils down to. It's true. It's true. Just me hanging out with Gamera. Just, you know, we're like playing video games under the ocean. Gamera's like, uh, hey, man, uh, turtle power and all, but. uh, Got uh, someone coming over. And I'm like, Gamera, what the hell, man? No. I thought, no, like we we we'd block this out ahead of time. Uh, no, it's no, it's 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 cool and all, but uh, you know, uh, kind of cramping my style, man. Yeah, turtle power is only for turtles. <laughs> you know, see what I'm saying? Gamera sounds kind of he's a little bit like Dom Irera. <laughs> <laughs> I could see how the two of them are very similar. Yeah. So that's when I stopped being friends with Gamera. Yeah. I got in my pedal, my pedal sub. And I was like, the Hunley. Fuck that guy. Your Fuck recreation camera. of the Hunley. God, fucking dick. Just, I'll go. You know what? I'm gonna beat Borderlands two by myself, Gamera. I'm gonna see the ending before you. Yeah. I look back and he's like making out with a girl turtle. Yeah. And I was like, oh, for God's sakes. That's not kid friendly. No. Gamera's not friend to children. Not. He's me. a friend to himself. It's true. It's selfish. And that lady turtle. Apparently. Apparently he's a very good friend. Oh, my. Jesus. Uh, pedal faster. Pedal faster. Pedal faster. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. Yes. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and hear us talk about Gamera's love life, you can always do that by going to the flickering box at wordpress.com, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can listen to us on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcast directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at the flickering box at wordpress.com. And if you'd like to leave a message, you can do that on the site or you can email us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. We love your letters and uh, we'd like to see more of them. Anything else, Mark? I feel like we have a lot of <clears throat> potential specs. Just hanging out. Yeah. Gamera's love life. Gamera. Sexy Frankenstein Sexy gets a Frankenstein job. Sexy Frankenstein gets a job. Mike's new hat. It's, I, I feel like when we say these ideas. The free turkey, the time traveling turkey The time traveling turkey movie that um, exists well, was already. a road movie. It was a road trip movie where yeah. they stole the first tur- the, 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 the turkey that gets pardoned. Yeah. But it's got like a chip implanted in its brain. It's very important to it. I mean, I've been, I've been poking at those pages. I've been showing him the Gamera. No. He gives real shit notes. That's what I'm saying. Well, his thing, he doesn't understand what Thanksgiving is. That, yeah, he's like, I've explained I, it to him a couple of times. Hey, man, I don't understand this whole thing with the turkey. Can't you guys just rise out of the ocean and enjoy life? 
like, no, Gamera, it doesn't work that way. Are you sure? We're not all living the Gamera lifestyle. I understand. Some of us have to work, and some of us have holidays. The sea life is very important to me, however. Can you write a movie about blasting out of the ocean? There's a bunch of them. Well, can you write one more? About his love life? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, get out there, impress some ladies. So if I have a movie behind me, I think that'd really help. I've got a producer lined up already. Oh, well... Someone to spend money? Yes. Is it he one was of those very ladies. He she was very impressed by me being a gigantic sea turtle. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll turn some heads. Turtle power. Thank you. Dr. Forrester is kind of a jerk, and Frank is really dumb, too. We have to take part in these lame experiments. But do we complain? No. No. Yes. Huh? So we hike all over the place. And talk of a thousand wonderful days. Everybody now. Gamera is really sweet. He is filled with turtle meat. Now we have commercial signs. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great time, Mark. It's all coming together. I know we said it before, but now it's true. It's our year. It's our year. December is going to be a doozy. It's gonna, oh, my God. It's going to be jam-packed. It's good thing after good thing. It has so many good things to cram into one month. I, I don't know how I'll be able to physically stand it, to be quite honest. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be mind-numbing. And it's going to be weird because... You're going to be um, dead to the joy. That's the thing, is I think it's going to be too much. It's going to be too much joy. Mm-hmm. And then and then what? Now I can't feel anything anymore. Yeah. yeah. It'll be like heroin, the joy. 